Now, Clare GEA will hold a referee information evening next Monday as they aim to increase the number of refs in the county. The Templegate Hotel is the venue for the in-house session. And to find out more, I'm joined in studio by Shawnee McMahon, the referee's administrator with the Clare GEA County Board. Uh, we have Ger Hoey, who's a tutor on the course, and uh, Chris Maguire is a football referee and is now on the National Panel of Referees. Gentlemen, you're all very welcome to the programme. Thank you, Alan. Uh, thanks very much for coming in. Uh, Shawnee, tell us a bit more uh, about why this campaign or course is underway was it obviously more referees are needed but was there a serious lack of them or is it just kind of you can always you always need options extra options yeah. well in Clare G at the moment Alan we have over 2,000 games to referee and we have a current uh, referees crew of about 40 active referees so in Clare GA and as administrator myself I'd like to up that to 50 to relieve the pressure on the existing referees so basically we are putting out the appeal this morning to any members in the GA will say who would be maybe not playing or wouldn't be acting as an officer in a club or would not be, we'll say, doing stats or something for their senior teams, that it might be an option for GA members to come in. Uh, refereeing itself can be very rewarding. We have a very good support group here in Clare GA, and basically we would like to give people the opportunity to come in and see what Clare refereeing is about. And we were just speaking before we went back on air um, and I was asking you, has there been much much interest so far? And, and there has been. There has been. We had our information night on Monday night last in the Temple Gate and six possible uh, recruits turned up for refereeing. So, I mean, there is no pressure on them after the course to actually referee. They can see during the course whether it is for them or not, Alan. But... I would appeal to all the GA clubs and listeners listening today that if you think you have something to offer, to please consider coming along next Monday night to the Temple Gate where Ger as tutor will be given the course in-house. And Ger, give us a sneak preview of what uh, those people who are interested in coming to referee and head along to the course, what can they expect? Well, and they can expect uh, a, a good, decent rundown on the rules of the GA. The um, course is actually a blended course where there's two nights online and two nights in-house where you face-to-face. The uh, session on Monday night next will be on the technical fouls and uh, all the goes with in football and hurling. So that's what they'll be exposed to. And as Shawnee says, there's no pressure. People can come in and just see uh, the technicalities of the game. I suppose one interesting thing really is that generally... Most people, players, managers, coaches, etc., wouldn't really have uh, full knowledge of the rules because they don't have to. Whereas the referee has to know every rule. And we have a little green book, which is the current um, rule book. And uh, Shawnee gave each of the six participants last week a copy of that. And when you say it's little, do you mean in terms of thickness? Like for yeah, people who are worried that there's thousands of rules no, they're going to have to memorise? There aren't thousands of rules. It's a handy little book you can put in your kit bag when you're going to a match and have it to refer to. And we do ask, uh, and all our current referees have it actually, and they do refer to it. So yeah, people will be exposed to the technical rules on Monday night, and then on Wednesday night, second night, is the aggressive fouls in the GA, which is was 
in the media and in sport and in programmes, the other ones really are picked up on whether they're covered or not. You know, so we'll go through that. There's various uh, snippets and videos on the courses where people can uh, give their views, whether it was a red card, yellow card, and uh, discussion will take place on that as well. So it's be interactive. Uh, and again, as Shani says, there's no pressure on people to take up refereeing, but if they get a feel for it, they might stay at it. And maybe you can shed a bit of light on what it's like to be a referee, Chris. Uh, is it is it fun? Is it do you, do you get hassled by both sides? You can never make the right decision, or how, how does it go uh, usually? No, listen, Alan. To be honest, I've enjoyed it since I took it up nearly ten years ago. Now, in the last foundation course, we properly did in Clare, um, but I wouldn't be here where I am today on the national panel without you know the lads I've picked off valuable experience with in the past, like Rory Hickey, Damien Fox, uh, Rory McGann, all the way down through the, the years. So. Building up the experience um, has been fantastic. We have to be honest with ourselves. Not all days are good. Some days are bad. But the main thing is you got to move on past it. Is, you is, have a bad day out there. Yeah. Is, 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 is that difficult, Chris? Do you know in the sense that like, if you're a player on a team and you're having a bad day, you've got 14 other teammates to dig you out. If you're a ref and you're having a bad day, this kind of you're, does it feel, can it be a lonely place? It can be, but we have a good sports system in place in Clare. Like, if we have a bad game in Clare, listen... We know there's social media, there's there's background forums, it's all there. Um, but the main thing is you have to stay away from it. Just you know, get that game over. Once the referee report has gone off, that's it. Move on to the next day. Um, obviously, pick up the phone, give another referee a call, um, get a bit of background check. It may be they could have been at the game, could have been their own club. Hmm. And then obviously, you know, you need to really think about it. Um, what you need to improve for the next day and that's it move on after that because otherwise you dwell on it and you go into the next game it could be in the back of your mind and that mistake could be made again and that's basically it like we've we've had fantastic days across in Cusick Park um, the atmosphere is fantastic and it's what brings you back every week it's it's the enjoyment it's the crack with your umpires going to the games um, if it's in Clare or if it's in Munster or even going all over the country um, it's just been enjoyable really has been now for the last for nearly 10 years now and in the, in the way that you know inter-county players have that pride when they're representing Clare playing in Croke Park like the footballers at the weekend or whatever it might be do you have that similar level of pride at you, be, you know being a Clare referee when you're refereeing elsewhere in the country absolutely um, just knowing where you where you started from and who, who taught you and gave you valuable experience coming along the way then represent, representing your county in Crow Park you know, it's it's great to hear your name and call out on the radio, on the radio, or even just even on the announcement in Crow Park. Um, even the All Ireland quarter final last year, Kerry Mayo. I was only doing fourth official, but it was still great to hear your name and <laughs> shout out over the the PA for seventy thousand people are there, and it's been great. It's been honestly, you know, I'm on the national panel now two years. Um, biggest game to date that I've done in my mind would still be the Munster Senior Club Final. That was St Finbars and Austin Stacks last year, and even though there was only five thousand there, the atmosphere was fantastic. Um, I would honestly if I could put out a plea across the county come and give it a go it's I started when I was 21 I'm 30 now loved every second of it if it's not for you fair enough but do come and give it a try and there are many positives to this um, just for even example this weekend I have a game in London I'm doing London and Carlo at the weekend so we're flying out Saturday night doing the game Sunday and flying back and the umpires get to go for a trip as well which they're already looking forward to as well at the weekend they're not, they're not leaving you stay over an extra night for a bit of crack no the crack wasn't allowed <laughs> behind you yeah, so the, point, the points we left uh, maybe to the Sunday night coming back but uh, we have a job to do but we'll go out and enjoy it definitely ok fair enough and Shani can there be a bit of a misconception from some people about what it is involved or what it means to be a referee perhaps even some of those people who are you know doing the course they've had their eyes opened in certain respects as to what it, it takes to be a referee yeah well <clears throat> I suppose the general public really wouldn't know 
the, you know, the support mechanisms that are there, we'll say the career pathway. Like if you take Chris, for example, he has started 10 years ago. Mm. Now, it has taken him those amount of years to get the knowledge and the background. But now he is on the national panel and he's getting, you know, he's getting big games. As he said, he's, you know, done the Munster Club final last year and refereed under... 20 final and Niall Quinn one of his other refereeing mates is now on the Munster panel and did the Munster minor football and Niall Malone also is on the Munster panel and is on the national panel as of this year got promoted and he did the Munster under 20 final point I make and Alan it has taken them 6 to 10 years to reach that level so what we are saying is when people are coming in doing the course, it's not going to be an overnight success, but the support mechanisms are there. Each referee that does the course will be assigned a mentor, whether it be myself or Ger or Chris or there's about, I have 15 mentors, uh, former referees like Andrew Monaghan, Ambrose Hagney, um, you know, people, Tom Stackpool, Fergus McDonough, People that are prepared to go watch a referee, advise him, pick up on the positive things. Uh, we would look at it basically presentation, uh, communication, control, knowledge of the rules and physical fitness. Those would be the main things we would be looking at. And anyone listening, he needn't worry about the knowledge of the rules because he's going to acquire that over a period of time and he'll get to know better with the experience like I'm saying with Chris and all the lads on, on the panels that they, you know, they're all developing like Rory McGann will say is our most experienced referee at the moment on the national panel and he has done Munster finals and the whole lot and again it would have taken Rory maybe 10 years to reach that level so you know there's nothing to be afraid of for anyone to come in and as I said there might be a lot of people out there Alan that would, mightn't have considered that they're not involved in the GA as much and I'm sure we would gladly bring them into a refereeing course and see if they would be suitable for that. Not yeah. everyone yeah. would like it, as you said. It could be a lonely place out there, refereeing, Alan, but people forget, actually, that in every match there are three teams. You have the team, the competing teams, but you also have the team of officials. Yeah, you're, you're, you're backed up. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and, and, and Jerry, the point Sean is making there is that, like, you know, this is a lot, very much a long-term thing and those who are doing the course, are they kind of aware of that going in, that they're not going to become the referee who knows all the rules after just one course, that this is years of commitment and there, there will be, you know, as Sean says, there'll be uh, mentoring and I'm sure there'll be many follow-up courses as well. Yeah, and the most important thing is to get the message across that there is mentoring, that the, the perception is that the referee is a lone individual with no support and he goes away. He actually going away doing games um, for the county board while his own club is playing. I think that's one of the biggest challenges for some real club men that, and club ladies that they're actually going the opposite way to their own club team but within the uh, refereeing fraternity there is a, a massive support mechanism so yeah definitely uh, not be afraid you are part of a team a wider team different type of team actually but uh, I think uh, refereeing um, 
you know, you, you mentioned there earlier about being, you know, there's 14 other fellas on a Holland or football team yeah. that you can back you up. But um, for in, for referees, uh, people's own internal strengths come to fore. And I think people um, surprise themselves with their own perception of how they are. And it actually can enhance your characteristics. And whatever characteristics you have, you bring to refereeing your strengths but also your weaknesses and I think as Shawnee and Chris would have said we kind of identify your weaknesses and give you support on how to, uh, how to improve on that you know but definitely uh, any one of us sitting around the table here we got into it either by default or by our club asking us or because we might have to fit in when there was a, a referee sh- a short someday got to feel God knows, you know, it's not too bad. You know, I can do this. And you actually always try to improve yourself. Every day you go out, you have to be better than the last day. And as Chris says, you park the last game. If it was a bad game in your own view, you park that and move on, you know, and it's the mm. next game. It's like like uh, hurling of football, next shot, next next, next point. Okay, so that's how you do it. And it's just, uh, we are just uh, asking people to have a look and see if it's for them, that's all. I just wonder, Chris, as well, you know, I mean, knowing all the rules and all that is very important, but how important do people skills uh, in terms of being a referee, being able to establish a rapport with the captains on either team or other players? So when you make a decision, they kind of they're, they're more likely to accept it and not be, you know, in your face about it. Yeah, listen, obviously in games where we before you, you even see the referee coming out in the field, championship or league, he does a toss between two captains. He'll have a brief chat with the captains, tell him what he's expecting throughout the game. You know, bad language and stuff. It's not acceptable, fair yeah. enough, towards umpires, linesmen, whoever's there in the field. But what Crow Park have brought us in now in the last few weeks with the national panel is that they want us to speak to the managers now before games as well. So it just means maybe 10 minutes extra. You go to the field before, have a brief chat with both managers. And what we want to do now is we kind of want to bring that into Clare as well. Maybe do it in the league, see how it's kicking off. And managers do know you then after a few weeks and then you don't have to keep doing that same conversation in week in, week out. But... Obviously, when you're dealing with players, you need to take your time. Be courteous, obviously. Don't, yeah. don't fly off the handle with them. If they're, they're shouting at you, you need to just take three seconds, then speak to them, let them calm down, regroup, and off we go. And there, after you start you know, speaking to them after a couple of weeks and you know them more and more, they will start to respect you more as well. If you respect them, they respect you, and it all works part and parcel. It's okay. fantastic that way. Okay, fair enough. And I actually just wanted to finish with yourself, Shani, on a point being made uh, by one of our listeners. Uh, Mary in uh, Clarecastle says, I'm listening to your programme, The Referees. What's the age limit? Uh, you know, Chris is, uh, uh, v- uh, I would suggest, uh, very young and, and strapping and probably uh, uh, an ideal specimen for a referee. Are you accepting all ages or is well, there an age there's, limit? There's no age limit on it, you know. Um, but for people themselves, like to develop a career, as I said, Alan, it has taken, we'll say, Chris and them 10 years to get to a level where um, there is a career pathway there. You come in initially, you're a club referee, then due to monitoring and mentoring, if we think the candidate is suitable, they would move on to Munster level. And after a period of time in Munster, in a similar vein, if the Munster provincial uh, people know that they're suitable, it, it goes that way. Like me as administrator, I report, we'll say, in Clare to Deirdre Murphy and Kieran Keaton. 
and after that I report to Johnny Ryan and Michael Wadding in Munster okay. and nationally then to Donald Smith and Aaron Douglas so like that I have a career pathway to report to yeah. likewise in refereeing that develops as well Alan OK uh, well I'm, as you say there's been plenty of interest I'm sure there'll be plenty more people can head along to the in-house session which is next Monday uh, at the Temple Gate Hotel uh, my thanks to Shawnee McMahon to Chris McGuire and Ger Hoey and uh, best of luck uh, with everything uh, just, yes? uh, before we go Alan if I would just give uh, the numbers uh, telephone numbers yeah of course yeah by all means that are interested so Ger Hoey the shooter is 086-678-9892. Shawnee McMahon, myself, is 86 9244 And the Clare GA office is 065-6821072. And Alan, I'd like to thank you for the opportunity of having this time to appeal to your viewers to see that they might be interested in refereeing. No problem, and hopefully you get lots of referees because without referees, we don't have uh, the sports that we all love to watch. Uh, Thanks very much uh, to Shawnee, to Chris and to Ger.